When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game Source, the awesome folks at Lakerholics.com and our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Phew. The Lakers in a back-to-back against Houston. When it was laid out on the schedule, it looked like two very easy victories. And on Sunday, on Halloween, it looked like it was going to be the case when they just went ahead and just drove away from the Houston Rockets and pretty much put it in cruise control the same we were expecting would happen here tonight but alas the pride of the houston rockets showed up today and almost defeated the los angeles lakers because in the first half they played extremely well and the lakers porous defense again showed up once again as they gave up 70 points in the first half but a very strong-minded Big three, as Laker Tom likes to call them, came back in the fourth quarter after being down by as many as 12 points to come back strong in the fourth quarter. And at first, it looked like they were going to pull away because the inexperience of the Houston Rockets was getting the best of them. But lo and behold, in the last 40 seconds, two three-pointers two three pointers back-to-back, and boom, they were right there within the grasp and had their victory. And the last shot by Kevin Porter Jr., only to fall just short, and the Lakers escape. And that is a good word to say again, escape with a 119-117 victory. But as we've said on this show before, a win is a win. And here today to talk about the big three performance, the poorest defense, and what's coming up for the rest of the week as a good man indeed, you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. I know he said he's got some more good articles in the offering that he's currently contemplating. And also he's available at Laker Tom on Twitter. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. That defense, man, he had that great performance defensively on Sunday. It didn't translate today. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting thinking about why it didn't translate. You know, I, th- I thought that the uh, the Rockets made an excellent adjustment to the Lakers fighting over all of the screens, which was basically that they 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 really got some some players moving around and keeping a guy on a hip because once you get by that screen, if you're trailing the screen, then you're playing four on three or three on two. Uh, you know, on the other side of the screen. And and they did a good job of that today. They've got some talented players. I mean, that last three that uh, Green put in was just incredible. I mean, I didn't think that had a chance in the world of going in. That's um, the good. You've seen the good and the bad in these two games right now yeah. with Jalen Green. I mean, there's all the promise um, in the world. And you actually saw it today as well. Yeah. No, you know, and it's uh, – this was one of those games where it seemed like every single play was, you know, and, and I can't even believe the referee's calls where they gave two free throws in air and then take them back afterwards thinking that they can do that legally. I mean, I, I think they, they risked putting that game at, you know, if the Lakers had lost. And also, too, you know, I mean, I just, I love Stu. Say, I've always loved Stu Lance, but saying that, it's dumb to go for three on the road when you're down by two. I mean, I think that's the logical play that anybody would make would be to go for the three pointer when you're on the road and they got a good shot at it too, you know? Uh, So thank God that, you know, they don't shoot 50% on threes. Well, the Um, other thing that was curious because they said, Oh, they shouldn't go ahead and match the pace with the Rockets. They said this in the first half because they're such a younger team. And then you realize who is second in the NBA in pace? The Los right. Angeles Lakers, right. because they love to run and are best when they're mm-hmm. on the run. So why would you make those statements, especially if you are the broadcasting team that actually should know the Lakers better than anyone? They need to run, period. doesn't matter if it's yeah. against the Houston yep. Rockets, the Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets. The, the, best shots you get, the best shots you get are in transition or in early offense. Because exactly, the unless you're Kent Batesmore. Unless you're Kent um, Batesmore, but we won't go yeah. there. You know, this game, this game ironically was, was just really like, a, like the two worlds of basketball meeting. They got 10 more threes. They made 10 more threes than we did, 16 to 6. 30 points. We were down 30 points in the three-point shooting contest. And, of course, six of them were the the last two shots that they put in. On the other hand, we outscored them by 28 points in the points in the paint. Yeah, but hold on. If your names weren't Carmelo Anthony or LeBron James, you basically only made one three-pointer. You didn't make any three-pointers. No, they made one. Baysmore made one. The rest of the team outside of Carmelo right. and LeBron, nothing, nada. Franks won the battle. The battle between Rob Kalinka and Frank Vogel over how are we going to play? Because Rob given him all of these, Rob's given Frank all of these shooters. And the problem is, is those are three and D guys. And what Frank wants are the D and three guys, the guys who defense is more important than the three-point shooting. And so we've switched to that way. And we've been winning. And I think it is the right way to go. But it's the fact that some of our players, Monk has played terrible in the last three games. You know, he's yep. just been a non-factor. Um, and his minutes have been, been his minutes and his opportunities have been limited because of his defense, you know. Austin um, Reeves, after that early start, is, has, uh, you know, he's not been able to perform quite as, 
quite well, a his defense his defense has been excellent. He's his defense has been outstanding. Um but he's you know and he's not against and, Jalen Green. When he was on Jalen Green, you saw the undrafted versus the number two pick. Right, but yes, yeah. against well, other listen, players, you know, been pretty solid. A, a rookie I, as good as Reese can be as a rookie, he's he's not, you know, he's not he's limited. Know, he doesn't have elite athleticism yeah. to be able to really shut guys down. You know, he's just a smart guy who's going to be in the right place at the right time and make the right play. Um, and what we saw, at least in the first half, you know, I, I, it'll be interesting if I rewatch the game because, it, you know, we've seen over and over in the NBA that good offense beats good defense. Great offense can beat great defense. And tonight, <laughs> I, I watched a lot of the plays that, that, uh, Houston was doing, and um, if they are the worst team in the league, uh, the NBA's in pretty damn good shape, man, because they got some players, and and they executed beautifully in the first half. I mean, they shot lights out from deep. So, you know, I mean, they're an NBA team. You know, people forget that, you know, they may not be the best 15 players out there, but, you know, they're one of 30 teams that – probably have the best 15 players in well, the world. They're playing four teenagers in that rotation. Yeah. You know, that's and, the one thing. That's going to take some time. Yeah, they, they turn the ball over. They make dumb plays. But, man, they've got some talented players. That they do. Um, and, uh, you know, and and at times that, that can get frustrated. And at times young legs really, really can jump all over the place, you know. Um, I thought LeBron had a great game. I thought the big three had a great game. Yeah, let me break it down for everyone real quick out there. Anthony Anthony Davis had 27 points, nine rebounds, three block shots, two steals, uh, 0 for 3 from the three-pointer, and he did have his customary, I tweaked something on my body as he tweaked his ankle and was, I know, as he seemingly does every game. LeBron James, 13 for 21, 2 for 4 from 3, 30 points, 10 assists, really, really good game for him. Four turnovers each for Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I guess you're going to have to live with that. Russell Westbrook, again, only three turnovers, and I'm saying that as a compliment to him. 27 points, seven assists, nine rebounds. Really solid game. For seven him. of eight from the line, man. Yes, I mean, that that's was, really yeah. good. That's, that yeah, was really actually, clutch. Yeah, all of them. Five for eight, seven for eight, two for two from the big three. I mean, that's pretty solid shooting. Only three misses between them, so that's really good. 10 for 21, that's almost 50% from Russ. I'll take it. I'll take that every time from those three. Everybody around them is kind of eh, up and down. Carmelo, who is now getting the talk as sixth man of the year already, early going, Mm -hmm. and who's shooting an amazing 50% from three, was even better than that today From with three for five from three, six for nine Mm -hmm. overall and 15 points. Again, as long as he's not guarding out on the perimeter – I'm in fact, you know, it's crazy. It's one of Laker Tom's crazy things I'm going to say here. You might want to start thinking about playing Carmelo a lot more at the five. I want to keep him down on the block as much as yeah, I can. It's, he it's, is it's a very good rebounder. Pretty hard, it's had. pretty hard to do that defensively. That's Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just um, saying. But, you know, I, I came away with one impression after after watching this game, you know, and and it's a, it's an impression that's been growing on me, but, but Melo is a weapon. I mean, we've never had this since we had since Lou Williams played for us. I can't remember us having recently in history a sixth man who could really come in and pour points in the, in, you know, just score a lot of points for you. 
um, and be just dangerous as hell outside. You know, um, all night long, I kept waiting for Melo to go off, you know, and he, he went off a little bit, but that's okay. 15 points is not bad, you know, and three from five from three is beautiful. Well, the thing um, is, like, but, he's been but he is really, he's really going to be an integral part of the offense, you know. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But the transformation in Melo's game over the course of the past few years from an individual who wanted mm-hmm. nothing to do with coming off he, the bench. He says it's no transformation, and, yeah. and Russ agrees with no, him. That he's no, always no, no, really no. I've been agree. putting a lot of thought yeah. into this in regards to Melo and his transformation as a basketball player because – and I talk about it every now and then. You, you hear me out there if you listen to our shows. I talk about Olympic Carmelo. This right. is more of the Olympic Carmelo because when he first mm-hmm. realized – that long, that line, that three-pointer line was about where he shot his mid-range shots. He said to himself, this is what I like, and I liked it. And what yeah. he did was nice really change, made, man. Well, he <laughs> made himself available on those super teams for the Olympics and said, you know what, yeah. I'm just going to spot up and hit a lot of threes. And that's the reason why he's the U.S. all-time Olympic scorer, I believe, for the United yeah. States. So he's he's done a great job of that. He, but whenever he went back to playing with New York and then obviously what happened with Oklahoma and then what happened. Well, it's, hard to admit, it's hard to admit you're getting old, you know? Yeah, and, he he and didn't want to admit once yeah. he went back and changed, you know, he went, he reverted back to, and tried to be, be the, the Melo, the Carmelo that he once was. The thing now is he realizes what his game is and what he can right. do well and what he can't. So he's reverted to Olympic Melo and just said, you know what? I'm going to be there for the catch and shoots. That's the main crux of my game at this point in time. I'm going to be the best I can at it. And it shows he's number one in the NBA at catch and shoot threes. Yep. Number one ahead of Steph. So that's a great compliment to him. And again, it's, it's just it's the really, perfect, it's the perfect way yeah. to end your career because rather than having to go into the paint and fight around people and battle for two points left and right, you can sit out there at the end of the perimeter and wait for Russ or LeBron to throw you the ball. He was such a he was such an ISO heavy individual. He was yeah. such an ISO heavy individual and realized. Well, what's great is the, the limited amount of time that he has the ball in his hands now, because now it's like four or five seconds. It's not like the fifteen seconds that used to drive uh, people crazy watching Mellow. You know, it's just like back and forth, a windshield wiper back and forth dribbling and and running around and you use up three-fourths of the clock and you shoot a fadeaway jumper um i hated that mellow um i hate that player in general you know i love the fact that mellow now even when he gets the ball he is firing away he's not sitting around waiting that the ball is you know i i like the offense the modern offense is basically nobody should touch the ball for longer than three seconds at a time if you really follow that edict in your offense you will see the ball move around so much quicker and faster and people cutting quicker and faster because they know that people have to get rid of the ball as soon as they touch it and that's the worst kind of 
that's the worst kind of offense for a player to play against defensively because it just wears you out and drives you nuts and crazy because it just leaves you open for backdoor cuts and so forth because everybody is moving so fast and the ball is moving so often and nobody is sticking around and dribbling where everybody else in the, in the lineup gets a chance to rest on defense while somebody is posting somebody up and dribbling them down into the key. Um, it's, it's just, it's just getting everybody involved all the time so that the offense is, so the defense is moving around just like the offense is moving around. And the Lakers basically, if, if they can, if they can accomplish that, this is, this is really the first game where we've seen all three superstars basically dominate the game, the yes. threesome. And, um, and it's, I mean, we only won by two points and a missed three at the end of the game. Um, but it is early in the season and, and, you know, great offense always will beat great defense, man. And, and it's, it's really hard. The rules have changed so much that it's, that it's difficult to, it's difficult to stop these guys and, and they can shoot from so much further up. I mean, can you imagine guys who played in the fifties and sixties and seventies coming and watching these guys play today where they're firing up, you know, 10, 15 threes a game? Well, I'm convinced that most of the players in that era, unfortunately, could not make it in today's game. It's just a matter of, again, yeah. the athleticism has evolved. This basketball skill has evolved. And the obviously, the rules changes have evolved to, to benefit, you know, a modern player. So that's what we're seeing. And it's no it's no deflection or snark against those older players. It's just the fact that well, they the players are the time. players are bigger and stronger yeah. and faster yeah. and, and it's it, again it's just taller it's just the, and longer. I mean, the, they're all of those things combined. It's just the evolving of the game over the course of those decades. So it's not not any slight on any of those individuals from the fifties, sixties, yeah. what have you. It's just the way that basketball has evolved. But my friend, again, the Lakers did escape one nineteen one seventeen. We'll take it as a win. The Lakers now move to five and three. But before we head on out, we got a couple games upcoming on Thursday and Saturday. Thursday is still at home at the Staples Center against Oklahoma City in the grudge match of this 2020-2021 season. So we'll we'll see what happens after that terrible loss last week. But we won't talk about that. But again, I think that they'll be motivated this time around after how embarrassed they were. I'm not really concerned about that. It's the game against Portland. Now, Portland has been struggling. Damian Lillard has been someone that's been in all over the sports news because right. of the fact yeah. he's not been performing well, not been shooting well. I think Trying that, to shoot his way to Philadelphia. Yeah, it seems <laughs> seemingly if you ask the crowd there in Philadelphia, that's what I heard as far as the chance are concerned. But I'm I'm thinking that they will probably get a better performance from Damian Lillard in in Portland come Saturday. What do the Lakers need to do to get out of that funk? Because they never seem to play well in Portland. It's like the curse of the Rose Garden, even though it's no longer the Rose Garden. Hey, Dame always shoots well against us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. I don't think he's going to have a bad game against the Lakers. I don't think he it's is just, either. That just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on that for anything. And I think actually it's good because we need a challenge. You know, sometimes here you go again. Wait, no, did but, we but, almost but, lost the game tonight? Wasn't that challenge enough? Well, yeah, Gerald. What, here's the thing about the schedule: they 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 try to make it fair. You know, this thing called equity, which means that if you play nothing but cupcakes early in the season, later in the season you're going to play all of the non-cupcakes. So it doesn't matter. You know, you play the games, you play them. And we need a challenge right now because obviously 
it's a lot easier for this Laker team to get up against the Clippers, the Bucks, the you know the Seventy Sixers, or in our case, Portland. It's just Portland has been a team that's has taunted us at various times, and and Dame has been a player who has killed us many times. So I think that it'll be good to get a challenge, just because we can't be. I mean, you get so tired of playing teams that you end up playing more down to their level than up to the challenge of playing somebody who's really good. And you usually play your best when you're playing the best because you're motivated. They're motivated. They, they make you play better. You make them play better. And the game is a better game as a result. When you're playing the, the Cavaliers and the Thunder and, and the Houston Rockets, it's hard for these guys to get motivated. It's hard for LeBron James to get motivated and play the whole game. It's hard for Anthony Davis to want to play the whole game. All of them, you know, that those aren't the games that they look forward to. You know, you go in there, you don't want to get hurt. You want to work on certain things. And then you find yourself in, you know, in a, in a total all out fight that you can just barely survive. And you're all of a sudden you're down 12 middle of the third quarter, you know? So, you know, it's, it's good for them to get a challenge so that they'll come out really on fire because we didn't come out on fire in this game. We came out, we came out getting shot, getting three pointers hoisted up in our face, and we were, but you know, right from the start, it was a it was a head and head match up to twelve points, and then, you know, and we just never could seem to separate ourselves from them, and in fact, we chased them the entire first half, and we chased them early in the third quarter. I'm happy that we won the game. I'm happy that we that that streak where we were down twelve and we came back to get within two. Um, we stopped them five times in a row. We made baskets five times in a row. LeBron was attacking. Russ was attacking. Uh, I think Russ was like at one point in the game in the fourth, before the end of the game in the fourth quarter, I think they said he was 10 of 13 in the paint. So he was really being effective. We missed in the first half, we must have missed at least six or seven layups too. It was just a, one of those freakish games where everybody was missing shots right at the rim. Um, AD missed one, Russ missed two or three of them. Bazemore went down the court, down court and missed a shot. Should have got a foul afterwards because he got leveled in the, on the play. But he missed more than one layup. He missed a couple layups. Yeah. It was, you know, it was it was a it was a sloppy game in that sense. You know, we there were a lot of dead bunnies laying on the floor after this game. But it's a win, and thank God they didn't make that three-point shot at the end, or else it would have been a it would have been a real rough night. <laughs> At least on this show, that's for sure. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. 
But the Lakers did win 119-117. They escape the Staples Center with another victory. Again, they're 5-3 and three on the season. They're moving up in the standings, which is a good sign indeed. We will be back on Thursday after the game against Oklahoma City to go ahead and recap that, which should be a win because after the embarrassing loss, they're I not going to I think we're in third twice. place now, aren't we? Yeah, we're in third place right now behind the Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz, both of which are right now doing very well right now in the standings. So you got to give them a credit. But yes, we are third place in the Western Conference, which again was probably right around where I was thinking that they were going to do. Thought it was going to be a little bit easier a road. Thought the defense would be a little bit less problematic. I was hoping, but uh, you know those fears I have have really still continued. So we'll see if they can continue to tinker with the defense as we continue along with the season. But Laker Tom, if you have any questions for him at Laker Tom on Twitter. You know he's got articles coming up in the not-too-distant future at Lakerholics.com. Of course, Jamie's sweet. He's dropping his five things, hoping he'll be able to return to our show in the next couple episodes, maybe. We'll see what happens there. But, Laker Tom, great to have you back once again as we wrap up this game. Again, it was, like I said, defense not there in the first half. They finally tightened up in the fourth quarter and pulled it out. 119-117. We'll take it. But, again, Thursday against Oklahoma City, which should be a win. No excuses there. Then we'll go ahead and see what happens Saturday night in Portland as they go ahead and take on the Portland Trailblazers. So, Laker Tom, any last thoughts on the way out? It's kind of interesting that we had almost three superstars score close to 30 points, and we still almost lost the game. I'm a little concerned about the fact that I felt at various times in, especially in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter, I, I felt at various times like there was nobody who could shoot a three and make it. Then they put Mello in for Reeves. So that helped the situation a little, but Mello was the only player that I really felt real confident hoisting a three up. And knowing that Frank is a defense first coach and he's going to be looking at all of the guys I'm thankful we're playing small ball. I'm thankful for AD is playing center. And we're and it looks like Frank is in favor of this now. So when you sort all of the various things that are happening in the small fry and big deals, this is a big deal, in my opinion, that, that Frank is willing to go small. And I think it's just because he realizes that his defense is much better when AD is, a, is playing center because he's closer to the basket. Well, it also helps when Dwight Howard still has that neck issue and is still. Yeah, but you know that I I I heard several discussions about that, and that decision to make the AD start at the five was made before they knew Howard was injured, so that wasn't part of the disconsideration for it. It appeared to be at the time, and I was worried that it was the reason for it. But the reason for it is basically the defense is better when we're small. When AD is at the five, we have better rim protection, and then also we just have with four other smaller players around the court, we're able to rotate faster. Now there's a price you pay for that. You know, the price you're paying is you're doubling the ball very often and you're forcing the team to react and you're creating a chaotic situation. And usually where you get burned is a wide open three because somebody beat the rotation, you know, and, and these teams practice all the time beating the rotation. That's, that's what our offense is based upon. It's driving dish. And, and, you know, sometimes it's like, Guys won't even make a layup if they're close to the basket. The whole point is just get to the paint and throw the ball out so you can get coaching points that way. 
But the Lakers are going to have to get better in those situations. And sometimes I wonder whether if a team is really hot from three as to whether you want to continue to be trapping trapping their star players and so forth and putting yourself in situations where you're there they've got a four and three or a three and two or a two and one on you somewhere on the court um, because those are the battles that you lose and if a team can hit three-point shots those are the ones that kill you because they're wide open and they're high percentage shots and you know tonight we lost the three-point shooting contest by 30 points it'd be an interesting to know from the stats that how very often has a team won a game when they lost the three-point shooting contest by 30 points. That's a pretty big differential to overcome. And we didn't completely overcome. We overcame it by making, by shooting good free throws, probably saved the game for us. They were a horrible free throw shooting team. Turnovers and free throws, a young, undisciplined team that hasn't yet found an outside shooting stroke, but sure can put the ball in, you know, and, and almost anybody in the, in the game today shoots a three ball. Uh, even even the kids that can't even shoot 50% from free throws uh, that you see in high school and college, they're shooting threes. Everybody knows that's how you got to play the game today. But check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. Read all of his comments, read all of his great articles, and check out what Laker Tom is doing there. Plus also as well at Laker Tom on Twitter. You can go ahead and send him a tweet, talk some Lakers with him there. Of course, as well, Lakerholics.com. Well, Laker Tom, we escaped... The jaws of the back-to-back and escape the trap that maybe Admiral Akbar, our good friend Jamie Sweet, had, might have left for us. But to get the and and we're now we're now getting close. We're we're taking on our last sort of easy game on the schedule. You know that that powder puff schedule that we had, and uh, yes. and starting Saturday we're going to have to pick it up. So it'd be nice to it'd be nice to have a nice clean routing victory with a little bit of rest for everybody so they can get ready for Saturday. We'll see what happens. And if that's the case, we'll report it right here on Thursday after the game against the Oklahoma city thunder at the Staples center on Thursday. And we'll be back after that game to go ahead and report on it. Once again, the Lakers did escape with a 119 117 victory over the Houston Rockets. If you got any questions for us at Lakers fast break on Twitter or Lakers fast break at yahoo.com well laker tom great to have you here once again looking forward to our conversation on thursday hopefully again like you said it will maybe a laugher like it should have been in the first place Six in the three. first half in oklahoma city we'll just forget about what happened the rest of that time but let's hope a repeat performance is not in the offering on thursday rule when you get 30 points ahead for example you can call a game you know? Well, they only got to 26, but need I digress? But we will see what happens this Thursday coming up at the Lakers.